Hi everyone, I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. man here we are episode 24 we're making our way through final fantasy 9 we're doing our little walkthrough playthrough series alex and i have been playing along as basically the things that we talk about and so it's been really fun kind of getting more into it but uh, if yeah. you're looking to start us off here or start with us rather at the beginning episode 6 is where you're going to want to go if you're new if not well let's let's get a move on man so we just left off at the ifa tree right yeah, we finished up Maiden Sorry, and then we headed over to the Aoife tree. Yep. And basically, your first time here, it's uh, it's pretty simple. Um, you have a little scene at the very beginning where Aiko breaks the seal. Yeah. And she does this whole, like, little ceremony thing, and then it turns out that uh, she didn't really need to. It was all for show. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. um, it, was a, it was a funny part. But then uh, you you get the accessory ruby which is pretty nice because now Aiko can learn her second summon carbuncle carbuncle yep which is kind of cool you know if you you use her in her summons now you got the second one which I don't know I mean I still probably don't really ever use and you probably won't need to here because yeah well some of the, these enemies all have just such amazingly easy tactics to use that i yeah. know for a fact man back in the day we definitely did not do this stuff probably not but hey uh taking a step back real quick i just want to say that the interesting fact with um carbuncle is that its move changes with what kind of uh accessories equipped on ico like if it's a ruby then it uses ruby light if it's emerald it uses a different one and if it's sapphire i think it uses even a different one so nice. it's kind of interesting like from different ones it doesn't just do reflect it can do all kinds of different stuff but yeah going going on now to what you were talking with a lot of these enemies here it turns out that a lot of them can just be killed with items right yeah so the first one we got is the stroper it's, I don't even know how to describe it. What is it? It's like a tree or <laughs> it's a tree or something with like, it looks like it's got, honestly, it looks like an octopus with like a bunch of tentacles, but it's a tree. But it's a tree. Yeah. It's, it's very yeah. strange. It may look quite formidable. Just a weird thing though, is if you just use a soft on it, it kills it instantly. So it became too soft to live. <laughs> yeah. I, I never knew that as a kid. Yeah. I, I never knew that like. Well, um, yeah, but, I mean, we never thought to do that. We just, okay, it's an enemy, let's just fight it, you know? And I wouldn't have thought, yeah, I wouldn't have thought that that would be something you'd want to do. But anyways, other than that, so yeah, you can kill this guy outright by just using a soft. Yep. Um, but he's a pretty annoying enemy. He uses silence and a big attack called sweep that does moderate physical damage to all party members. And one other note, too, is that we don't have Kina at the moment, but yeah. if you come back here with Kina, you can eat it to learn level 5 death, which is pretty sweet. Exactly. Yeah, so we're, we'll we'll still... <laughs> we don't have Kina. She, st she stayed in Medane Sorry to keep cooking, I yeah. guess, and eating fish. But <laughs> if you do ever want to come, you know, to this point and, and eat these, here, here they are. But the next few all kind of have the same elements to them. So Zombie, Draco Zombie, and the Mistodon. Mistodon, mm -hmm. I guess. 
they're they're all undead and so it's kind of interesting i mean go to town with phoenix downs in life i mean life is only six you know mp and you got two characters now you can just kill them instantly i mean it's quite strange like i said man i don't think we ever did really that too much either like it's just kind of it's interesting you just kind of get yeah. in that combat phase where you just attack everything all the time you know you don't actually go for their quirks yeah i mean pretty much the strategy at this place is i mean you've got a lot at your disposal so you've got two healers with ico and dagger so you can usually have you know one of them healing your party if need be the other one using cure or life on a lot of these enemies um yeah both the zombie and the draco zombie the mistodon i think we fight here at a later point but for right now the zombie and the draco zombie those guys are undead so they just get killed outright with that yeah. they're also weak to fire because they're undead another thing you could do with zidane is equip the ability undead killer so he'll be doing pretty decent damage they also have some kind of annoying moves, like the zombie has this self-destruct move called Melt that they'll do if you don't kill them quickly enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Again, like, we're just going to mention that you can eat, eat these with Kina for <laughs> roulette, but we don't have Kina. And finally, the Draco zombie. This guy is a real pain because you can use this zombie breath attack, and at this point in the game... Unless you stocked up on magic tags back in Maiden, sorry. That's a really annoying move. You yeah. can inflict zombie on your character, so. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, we only have one that we've just picked up in general magic tags. Definitely wasn't something that I think most people go for heading here, but, you know, again, there, there's the chance that you might have zombie effect applied to. Everything is also just incredibly easy to kill. So, and on that yeah. note, I would recommend maybe... Like if you if there's ever an easy time to grind with the party that you have right now, it's now. I mean, it's it's very easy. I didn't really on my hand. I don't know. I just kind of went through, got in a couple of battles. But there is yeah. our next Moogle, and it's Machi the Moogle, right? So we finally have Machi. this letter that we can deliver <laughs> from from nice. Magrio. So we got that one taken care of, and we still have one last one, don't we? Yeah, we were just talking about this, too, because it's interesting. We've been, you know, and if you've been following along, if you've done the uh, Magnet delivery thing up to this point, yeah. you'll have this letter from Kapo to Kupo. And we've had this forever. <laughs> like, literally, Kapo was the one, was the Moogle in Fossil Rue that was hiding behind the wall. Yeah, way back. They used a little pickaxe to, to unearth. But we were just realizing, it's like, yeah, you're going to hold on to that for a minute because... Kupo's still uh, back on the miscontinent, so we'll be getting yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, we've we've met him. We know where he's at, and so it's like, yeah, it's 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 a bit. You still have that letter, so don't don't think you missed anything. Nope, you're still having it. Yeah. We're gonna have it for a while. Don't, don't get rid of it. Exactly. Definitely. All right, and so we got some other treasures here. Obviously, this place is it's pretty linear. You kind of just, I mean, especially when you first enter it, you got four screens that are nothing but roots. You're you're going the right way. Trust us. Just keep going, right? And then we got the Moogle. And now we're getting down to the point where, you know, we go down that first elevator and we're starting to descend. So these two screens that kind of have like the black roots, they're really hard to explain. So just kind of yeah. go around the edges. I forget where it's at exactly on the, the first one and the second one, but there's going to be little exclamation points. Going to be little, you know, question marks or whatever that have you either hit a lever or a switch and it will release a treasure. Well, I guess it's it's one you actually do have to hit on the second screen and then go back to the front one. So once you hit that, oh, that's go, right. go to one or the other screen if you don't see anything happen initially. 
and that's what drops down. But one of them's pretty good, right? Yeah, there are two really good treasures in here, and I believe both of them are dropped by levers or switches. One is the healing rod, and the second one is the Lamia's flute. Yeah, which that one's just already there on the ground. You can't can't really miss it as you're going down. I think it's the only available treasure chest. And so that that one's great. I mean, if you've already maxed out Ico's flute, well, here you go. You know, here's your new one. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, that healing rod drops. I think the other thing that drops is like a phoenix down or something. You know, it's, it's yeah. I don't know. It's something that's not great. But that healing rod, brand new rod. So that that's pretty sweet as well. Get Get two upgrades for the people who are just decimating everything by using life on it. Yeah, and I think that has, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's got Kira, which is really nice for Dagger at this point, unless you had the Barrette, which was a yeah. synthesis item you could get that could teach your Kira. This will be your first chance to learn Kira with uh, Dagger. Yeah. And then it also has a really interesting ability called Healer that uh, is one of the abilities that you equip, equip, and it just makes it so that all of her physical attacks heal instead of damage. Yeah, which is pr- pretty interesting, you know. It's yeah, <laughs> it's I don't, I don't really smack each other. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to watch. That's for sure. Like especially with the racket, they'll sort of take a step back and then just hit him. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Hey, you know, but interesting strategy, possibly. Who knows? Yeah. So you just there's a lot of story here. I know we're kind of glossing through this, but essentially they're all kind of just getting what more resolute in sticking together and going finding out what what exactly is going on here. I mean, yeah. they're kind of talking about there's mist. We get to the big leaf elevator. It's like, <laughs> it's such a strange thing. It's literally a tree, but it's a, you know, it's a giant leaf that works as an elevator. I don't know. Yeah. And it like goes in a big circular fashion all the yeah. way down the trunk of the tree. And yeah, like what you said, you get this whole section here where they sort of, break up and you can go and talk to Vivi and Ico and Dagger and stuff. And you get a couple of forced battles here. One's yep. with a Draco zombie, I believe, and then another or the first one's with a group of three zombies. The second one's with the uh Draco zombie. Yeah. Basically, yeah, like what you said, they're just um they're wondering what is going on in this place because like obviously this isn't any normal tree. You know, there's this crazy green glow at <laughs> yeah. the very bottom. There's mist everywhere. And we know exactly. that on the outer continent, there's no mist. So this is all really weird. They're just... Uh... And then there's also that part with uh, Mog where Mog, Mog starts se- sensing some some life at the bottom, at the bottom of the yeah. tree. Something's yep. about to happen. Yep, something is. And you get down there. Again, people are just having some thoughts. I think one of, one of probably my favorite you know, scenes is here where Aiko takes Zidane by the hand or, or rather wants you to come look at the lights and she, you know, he's, he has to look down to see it. And he knows that she's not looking and she's like, Oh, I was watching the reflection or the sparkle and the reflection of yeah. your eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, I was seeing the, the reflection and the sparkle in your eyes. Or it's, something. It's, like... it's great. But what I love here too, though, is Zidane, he has that internal thing where it's like, is this what I've been putting Dagger through this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> he uh-huh. kind of realizes how kind of annoying it is when you're coming on super strong. Yeah, and that's a funny point that you make because when you think about it, Zidane's been laying it on strong on Dagger for like, since the evil forest pretty yeah, much. You know, like he's been time. shooting a shot all the time at her. And then of course, you know, you had the whole marriage scene at Condi Pate and everything. Yeah. 
so yeah, he's finally realizing with Ico, it's like, man, you know what? This is really annoying, actually. <laughs> yep. So we got a couple items here. There is no elixir around the side. I think that one actually is visible. The brigadine, though, is not. It's kind of like to the left around, I don't know, the stairs the or something Yeah, like stairs, that. whatever yeah. it is. Make sure you pick that up. We don't have that yet. It's a great item. And before we move on, we're going to do our bold move. So let's do it. All right, we got our bold moves for this episode. Alex, what do you have? All right, so I'm feeling you're going to like this one, man, because it's a little bit obscure. Well, I guess, you know, from Final Fantasy 13, okay. a lot of things are obscure. Basically, I was just thinking, you know, it's a pretty bold move how before Snow knows about, you know, Hope's mom and everything and what happened there, like he had no idea for most of the story. Right. And there were times when he would say to Hope, like, the army's no match for Nora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's so inappropriate. I just love. <laughs> oh, Snow. Super what a disrespectful, move, man. man. Okay. Yeah. So what you got? Oh, goodness. Well, mine is going to Final Fantasy VII. All right. It was a very bold move of Cloud to be totally okay with a dolphin shooting him up like 40 feet in the air. Okay, Mr. <laughs> dolphin was firing him hard. And he has to get to like stand on these small little planks. Dude, that's a bold move. I wouldn't I wouldn't have the guts oh, to do dude. that. Oh, and I love the concept too. I mean, not to get too diverted, but <laughs> has anybody else noticed that like there's electricity going into the water and they're pretending like if you get too close then you get that's not how currents work but <laughs> no okay. it's it's schools it's like schools of fish but it's electricity okay <laughs> it's just like well if you stay a good enough distance away you won't get electrocuted okay yeah. no that's a good that one, was man. yeah that was a very bold move when he had all these hazards and he's still just going for it but... and the fact that too he's like when when he shoots up there with the uh, dolphin he's standing on its head or something like that yeah so, yeah dude he's got he's, at least he brings flair with it but <laughs> all right well let's see what's awaiting us at the bottom of the ifa tree here all right man dialogue progresses a little bit right Something's coming. It's yeah. it's flaming down, and it's very strange. This is an odd-looking fellow, by the way. You know, his name is Soul Cage, is what we know. He says, "Hey, I'm Soul Cage." Introduces himself very nicely to us, and like he, someone used truth serum on him or something. He's just like giving us all the details. It doesn't matter. You could ask him anything, and he apparently will just go ahead and tell you, no problem. Because he's just like, basically, you guys are gonna die, so I might as well just tell you everything you need to know. Because I'm about to kill. Kill yeah, him. classic mistake, um, man. Yeah, but <laughs> here we go again, just like what you said before that, you know, and Dagger falls down or something like that, so we gotta go help Dagger, and then Soul Cage comes down, and there's this whole dialogue, and we find out that this is the bad boy that is responsible for creating the mist yep. and basically sowing the seeds of war among nations and all of this type of stuff, so... Yeah, pretty yeah, that's how part. that's how he explains it. He said, you know, my mist goes out and instills a fighting spirit to war among nations. And it's like, okay, yeah. so that explains literally everything that's going on in the mist continent right yeah. now. 
He also and... talks about uh, the dregs of souls and how they've been used to create more black mages and how Kuja's been harnessing that power to create the black mages. Yeah. And so, you know, he basically talks to Vivi and he's just like, tell me, puppet, uh, do you deny your own existence? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, he's, he's kind of mean. <laughs> It's yeah, because like, basically Vivi's got this decision. When you think about it, if they kill Soul Cage, then no more mists will be produced and no more black mages will be produced. But Vivi decides that he doesn't want any more tools of war to be created. He'd rather yeah. uh, rather just stop all of that. Stop so it. so you fight him, and all right, there's, there's a lot to go over, so we're going to do it a very particular way. First way we're going to do it is... I talk about the steals as usual. You can get an oak staff for 100%. Not, I mean, you've been able to have those for, you know, for a little bit here. Magician yeah. Cloak is 6.25%, which is bizarre yeah. considering how long you've had that and how terrible That's it is. A horrible steal, yeah, right? Yeah, and then here's the big one, though. We have another one of those absolute insane steal rates of 0.39%. That's a Brigadine. Which you literally yeah. just found in the trash behind the stairs. You know, I mean, like, yeah. so don't kill yourself over stealing this. For real. And you'll be able to buy them in about, like, an hour of gameplay. You'll be yeah. able to just buy those in the store. So, really, the steal's not a big deal. This guy has some really annoying moves. What's, what's one of your least favorites that he uses here? <laughs> so... Well, I think my least favorites is the mistake that everyone has probably made at one point, maybe your first playthrough. And, you know, Fyra is just such a convenient spell because it's like oh. the second one down. You know, you don't have to scroll anywhere. And so, you know, like, yeah, I'll hit it with a wave of Fyra. He's a tree. He'll burn oh, up, right? No. Well, yeah, then you then you light him on fire, and then he comes at you with Fire Blades, which yeah. is fantastic. That, like, almost one-shots yeah. everyone. Yeah. And it's a good, it's actually a good design by the uh, the game producers, pretty much, because yeah. you're thinking, this guy's a tree, so fire should be pretty effective against him, and it's like, yes, but like you said, fire blades is brutal, I think it does, um, it's weird, because it kind of does somewhat random damage, but it does a lot of damage to your whole party, and it has does. a tendency to take out some of your weaker party members, like Ico and, and Vivi, so yeah. it's pretty brutal. It is. You can put it out, though, if you use Blizzard. So if you run, oh. so that's an interesting thing, that apparently you can put the fire that. out by okay. using Blizzard after that. There, He has a bunch of other ones. He can, he can cast a level 5 death, so, you know... I was actually preparing for this. All of my characters were level twenty, literally all of them. Oh, and so no. I had to, I had to actually level up. And so that's the thing. Another, if you're listening and you don't, you gotta kind of pay attention to this sometimes. Like mm -hmm. it just happened to all be twenty, and so I got everyone but Ico. So I knew she'd be taken out. If you're not prepared for it, like with many Final Fantasy games, if you don't know what to prepare for, it can be pretty tough. And yeah, level five death is just one of those moves that. Well, if you happen to be level 20, 25, or anything like that, it's just 100% death every single time. Yeah. Another really, he's got another really annoying move called Mustard Bomb, and yes. this causes a status called Heat. I don't think we've seen this yet, so... But no, I think it's the first time. These, these statuses start to become really, really annoying, and a lot of enemies <laughs> yeah, start do. to use these moves, so... There's an ability called Body Temp that can make you immune to this, but again, if you don't know this is coming, then this is a different thing. Anyways, 
Mustard bomb causes heat and heat when you're under that status what it does is basically you can't you can't take an action otherwise you die. So yeah. your character either just have to you know, press a triangle to cycle through or die. So. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you take an action, you'll do it, but then you'll die afterwards. Quite quite an interesting thing, and exactly when didn't really know that was coming. He has a couple other things like you can do shockwave, leaf swirl. That's just kind of some more like full group damage, nothing too crazy. And all of this to say, <laughs> well, he is technically considered an undead foe. So if you really just want to one shot him, go ahead and the first action just cast life and be done with it. So. <laughs> That's that's the oh, that's the craziest man. thing. That's why it's like don't even worry about the brigadine. Kill him with the first first just one shot him for the fun of it. You know this is the first boss you've actually been able to do that if you've been very subpar like like yeah. myself. And you know what's kind of nice is like I guess you have that indication of all of the enemies in the Ifa tree are undead or more or less you know some yeah, form of undead. So I guess you have that kind of clue. But then also when it comes to life. There's really not a downside to using life because either it's going to miss or it's just going to kill him. So. Yeah, it's come out. And again, it's only 6 MP. Also, I was using yeah. Phoenix Downs a couple of times. Phoenix Downs sometimes do kill them, I found. Or sometimes oh. it leaves them with low level, like maybe one or two health. And so you just follow up with a VV attack and VV will take them out. You know what I mean? And so it's nice. you got a lot of options. It's just kind of interesting that that whole place, yeah. like you said, is is like that. It's just very easy. So, well, oh, you, you take them out and you get this really sweet cinematic where all of the mist is, it's, it's true. He was making all of it's gone. Right. And so I think it shows even like the evil forest is now all the mist yeah. is lifting off that. So you're thinking, okay, maybe it's going back to normal. Right. Stuff like that. And mm -hmm. regardless, no more mist. So yeah, head on out. We get a, get a little visit from our pal who doesn't like yeah. us very much. Moko. <laughs> Something precious has been stolen from the village. Oh no, we gotta <laughs> yeah. run back there immediately. Oh. So. so yes, we are <laughs> going back to Medane. Sorry. So yes, I know we went there. No, we went to the Ifa tree. Well, now we're going back to Medane. Sorry. Yeah, and confusing. We did this, and we were expecting Kuja to show up right at the Ifa tree. That's that's what's going on, and so. There's just a real quick discussion. The fact that everyone's like, no, okay, we got time. Let's go ahead. Let's go to Midane. Sorry. With Ico. Yeah. So that's why everyone's still together. We're all going there. And you find out that some stone's been stolen, right? You go yeah. in, like, it, it's underneath the kitchen. It's Ico's little secret room that we'll make sure to rob later. Don't worry. And, you know, <laughs> it, this, this stone's been, that's, it's just gone. Yeah. And this whole part's kind of like, True to Final Fantasy tradition, I guess, where everything just sort of magically works out. Because <laughs> yeah. after you get the news that something's been stolen, you know, they're like, oh, well, what about Kuja? And then Zidane's just like, Kuja can wait. It's like, how do you know that? I mean, what if he does? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Right, right. Anyway. When you get to bed, you see the dragonfly, you're like, oh, crap, man. We just got here. <laughs> I mean, you know, of course, Final Fantasy, though. So everything just works out. But yes. we'll go back. And basically, yeah, in the little room and everything. And this is where Aiko starts um, feeling real sorry for herself and just being like, oh, I shouldn't have, you know, shouldn't have gone with you guys. I should have stayed here and done what I was supposed to do and guarded the uh, the stone or whatever it yeah. is. And then you get some funny dialogue with Dagger and Zidane and it's just well, like... Well, yeah, it's it's all started because what Zane is like, it's okay, Aiko, you can cry. She's like, you can cry, I'm right. not going to cry. Adults don't cry. And it's like, 
Oh, yeah. or grown-ups or something she says and it's just it, it's yeah, pretty funny then, but yeah now every, everyone wants to talk about crying yeah and dagger's just like what about you zidane if you ever do you ever need a shoulder to cry on and zidane's just like oh no you don't want it with me i get real clingy when i get sad <laughs> <laughs> yep yep so. everyone's talking about boohooing only thing to really do at this point is you you know you can now control zidane so again make sure you rob the secret room it's not like there's anything there it's I don't know, Phoenix Blinders. Down, something, you know, I mean, it, it's just... I think there's a whatever. survival vest or something, but it's really funny because they're all in, like, super tiny little chests as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, really small treasure chests for some reason. Yeah, and so, at this point, well, we just, we gotta find whoever stole this. I forget exactly what happens. I'm sure you walk out a couple of screens and, you know, Moogles... They bring you some treasure. It's this fantastic things that you probably have already had for a while, but they bring you an yeah. exploda. I forget what the other item is. Do you remember what uh, that is? An elixir. An elixir. So that that is a good one. Always always take those. I mean, you gotta peek inside and then you just you gotta go in. So we find out that we have a uh, a surprise visitor again. I mean, we already know who kind of has been after us, but she's back. She is one of the most beautiful bounty hunters, and I tell you, I I 100% agree. I'm in, I'm with with that. It's Lonnie. She's back, and she oh, she's just holding Iko by the bow or something. She's like, this is a very easy way of holding you. Yeah, it's like her wings or something like that, and she's just like holding her by it. And yeah, so they're they're at the Idolin Wall, and that's where all of this is going down. Yeah. And anyway, so you go in there, Zidane's going to save the day, but lo and behold, this other dude crashes the party, right? <laughs> yeah. Very interesting thing, isn't it? He comes down. We know who he is. He's the same guy that we saw way back at the, the throne. So remember, when we first met these two, they came into the queen. The queen was like, go kill him. And we only met Lonnie that first time, so we actually haven't seen him yet, but now here he is. And he kind of actually helps. He doesn't work yeah. with kidnapping scumbags, we find out. And so, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least the dude's got, like, a little bit of, you know, moral integrity. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's a bounty hunter and everything, but he's not going to stoop as low as Laney does, where, you know, just, like, holding people hostage for a jewel and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, he breaks it all up. Basically, Aiko uh, falls into Zidane's arms, so she's <laughs> safe at this point. Yeah. And then Lonnie's just like, what the heck are you doing? You know, we're working together and all this stuff. Now you have this really weird situation where after after Lainey runs away and everything, he's just he turns to Zidane and he's like, Alright, now you fight me. Yeah, we don't we don't know what his beef is with Zidane because, you know, he even started that conversation back with the Queen about, you know, you heard there's a monkey tailed guy, and so he's right. he's clearly after Zidane for some reason. And well, yeah, you have to fight fight them. Just you know, it's it's a rite of passage. You have to just fight people all the time. Yeah. Is that's how that's how it's solved, I guess, in Final Fantasies. Well, yeah, and then Zidane he says something funny where it's just like dagger. So, oh, don't worry about it. I was just looking for more ways to impress you, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wouldn't wouldn't recommend stealing against Scarlet Hair. That's his his boss name. And I mean, if you do. Name. You can get an ether, 100%. Poison knuckles, 25%. So it's kind of like, yeah. I guess, go for it if, if you want. If not, you just kind of have to attack him, and he will jump around, yeah. which doesn't affect it a bit. Yeah, but he's pretty easy. 
I mean, I guess the the thing with Poison Knuckles is nice that, you know, if you do steal it, then you don't have to pay 5,000 gil to buy them. Yep, true. But really, this battle is just super easy if you want to prepare for it. All you need is Man Eater, probably HP plus 20. Maybe Distract is a nice ability if you, if you have it. Counter is good. Eye for yeah. eye if you have it. You know, all of those types of things. And you'll be good. I mean, really, he, he attacks for like 300 damage or so, and then... Basically, when he's doing the jumping around thing, just don't attack him, because it'll miss most of the time. And that's yeah, it. just wait for him to get back. Yeah, and that, that is pretty much it. So you'll beat him, and he you let him live, and he's really taken aback by that, you know? And so, you know, he slinks off, all kind of just grumpy about being able to live. <laughs> and so that's where we're going to leave it for now. We're going to get to see trivia. Ooh, Alex is at rank 20. Well, this is his rank 20 quiz. We're going to see if he can obtain rank 20. Let's do it. All right, dude. I think I have a little bit, little bit harder questions. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. I mean, last time it was uh, definitely no up a notch in difficulty, I'd say. All right. Let's do it. The first question is going to be in Final Fantasy X. So, you can steal Arctic Winds from Snow Wolves. Um, false. Alright, Final Fantasy X-2. Binkanel Desert is worth 2.6% completion. And we're, we're oh, just going to omit Comspheres completely. Like, not, not from Comspheres or anything. Like, just Binkanel Desert itself, overall, for the whole game, is worth 2.6%. Uh, false. Third question, Final Fantasy VII. The combo to the Shinra Mansion safe is 36105997. All right, Final Fantasy XIII. Fane wears black boots. Oh, man. False. All right, man, Final Fantasy VIII. The Buell card has a six on the top. <laughs> oh, this is tricky, man. True? <laughs> Alright. Final Fantasy IX, the PC's Stelazio is at Daguero. False. And our last question, man, is in Final Fantasy XII. At level 99, Fran has the highest vitality stat. Just natural oh, vitality man. stat. Uh, I have no idea. False. It's a tough one. I, I don't really pay attention to the vitality stat you, on its own. You need to get everyone to 99, and you need to have memorized that, man. What's your problem? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's recap here. So we got our first question. was Final Fantasy X. You said false, and it is false. You cannot steal Arctic Winds from Snow Wolf. It's a you sleeping s- powder. It's sleeping powder, yeah. D- did, you, did you steal a lot of sleeping powder from Arctic Wolves? Yeah, man, this is all stuff like, uh, <laughs> when you're doing, like, low-level games, you know, trying to get sleep, sleep ward. Okay. The big thing, so that's why I know that. All right, man, our second question was, in Final Fantasy X-2, Beaconel Desert's only worth 2.6% completion. You said false, it's true. I added it up. I went back to, yeah, I got the guide, right? It has all of the percentages. Beaconel Desert itself is only worth 2.6%. Now, I don't know about the comms really I didn't go into that, man. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Nope. 
Final Fantasy 7, the combo to the mansion safe is 36, 10, 59, 97. You said true almost instantly. <laughs> it is true. So you have that memorized, it would appear. You have that memorized at this point. <laughs> oh, man. Our next question was it Final Fantasy 13. So it was that Fane wears black boots. You said false, and it is false. Why are you all up in her fashion, man? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Give her some space. I don't know. She, she's got like sandals on or it's something. It's like yeah, they're like silver sandals, is what they're. Like. <laughs> all they're right. All up in her fashion. So far, you've only missed one, man. Keeping it going. All right, Final Fantasy Eight. You said uh, it's about the Buell card having six on top. You said true. It is true. So the Buell oh, card man. does have that six on the top, and the rest are like twos or something. But yeah. Hey. Got that one direction. All right, Final Fantasy IX, the PC Stelazio's at Daguero. You said false. It is false. It's not the, the PCs, it's the Capricorn. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I knew it was one. I couldn't remember if it was Capricorn or where the other one was. Yeah. No, it is. All right, yes. our last question, Final Fantasy XII. You said false. It is true. Fran does have oh. the highest <laughs> vitality stat. I mean, it's by one. Vaughn's right there in second, but yep, she will have the highest vitality. So you, you missed two questions, man, so you got it. Rank 20. Yes. <laughs> I'm failing. Oh, man, killing it. All right. Well, Alex is nice and happy, so let's go ahead and finish off this episode. A lot more dialogue here after, you know, the encounter with Scarlet Hair or Rare Head Haired Man, whatever. He's a thousand names. Just a, <laughs> just a lot more things here. We have some conversation now that Aiko has her, you know, her gem back. And she's, like, struggling with the decision to maybe go with the party for good. But her grandpa told her not to leave until she was 16. So she's she's going through these things. And I just, I wrote this down, man, because I'm actually kind of curious, which you usually choose. But... She asks Zidane, and you are allowed oh, yeah. to select either yes, you think yeah. it's a good idea, or no. I usually just yeah. select yes, because I'm just kind of scrolling through a little too fast. What, do you, what, what is the reply if you select no? Is it any different? Do you, do you happen to know that? I honestly have no idea, because <laughs> it's kind of, be kind of brutal to say no. <laughs> I always felt like I could never yeah. get myself to actually do that. I'm assuming the story, well, I mean, I know, like, the story has to go on the way that yeah. it does. So, but I don't know what kind of difference in uh, dialogue you get, or if you get. You think there would be maybe a little bit different, but you know, maybe yeah. maybe it's not. You know, I don't know. But regardless, yeah, she's still gonna come no matter what, of course. Pretty much, yeah. But so regardless, you do find that out, and then <laughs> you get another funny, another funny conversation as usual with Aiko and Zidane, where. You know, she's talking about how her and Mog are best friends and they made each other a bow, and the, but it's too small yeah. for her. When, when she's a sophisticated lady, maybe she'll wear it for Zidane. And Zidane does, he fires back, he's like, I didn't know Mog was a girl. I know, <laughs> I love that part too. It's really witty because they're sitting there talking, and of course, Aiko makes another pass at Zidane. Yeah. And then it's, instead of Zidane, reacting to the past itself he just is like more taken back and just sitting there like i didn't know mog was a girl huh <laughs> yeah. it's just so funny yeah, like, like everything else went over his bit. head yep yep and then yep. she gets all mad of course again it's she just goes into her fighting pose 
Yeah. Little... <laughs> the amount of time she does that. It's so funny. It's like, what? You didn't get what I was trying to say. Exactly. Uh, it's great stuff. I'm not, yeah. there's, there might be some filler here. I'm not entirely sure exactly. I think it's just a lot of scenes, but you walk out of the kitchen. I think you can, mm-hmm. you can sit there and talk, I think again, but regardless, you have to walk out of the kitchen. Once you do that, it just continues on with some more kind of just cut scenes. You got dagger scene it up again. You find this yeah. pretty sweet cove. There's a, there's a boat in. <laughs> yeah, I, for some reason. Yeah. It's Zidane just obviously he's, he's, he just realized what he puts dagger through is, you know, what he realized it didn't matter though. It didn't, he can't, he can't stop himself. He just can't control it. It's this urge, but yeah. basically says they should become bandits and, walk around calling themselves the betrothal or something like that. And da- dagger <laughs> fires back with my talent is up to snuff, but that name isn't boom. Zane it girl. Uh, yeah. It's the betrothed, <laughs> I think, or something. <laughs> yeah. That's hella funny. But yeah, that happens, you know, and then you get a really uh, crazy scene here where yeah. it all finally starts to make sense. Why dagger has been feeling so, uneasy in this place for whatever reason she just feels like something familiar about this and you get a flashback of almost like the very beginning of the game where very beginning yeah them on a stormy sea on the little boat and you know you can see sort of the uh almost like a hurricane or something is going on yeah a bunch of tornadoes or something yeah and it's like a flashback to basically her memories of the destruction of Aiden Sari. And then she uh, she passes out and it's all too much for her and everything like that. So, Yep. And so, like like Alex has said, it fills in. We, we figure out that she is, in fact, a summoner. You know, she is from this little village. And, you know, it's she didn't go to the castle until she was six, you know, and she didn't remember all that stuff. So it all comes back i mean there's a few small details we still don't know yet and they will be filled in and stuff but for the most part you know that i think aiko and you know is like super excited because you know hey it's she's not alone anymore there's another one of her and they just want to pray together i think is what it is and so we i'm sure we skipped a lot and there's there's just there's a lot of story here and a lot of filler but we we just did as much as we can and so you know here here we are we're kind of leaving but no you you think it wouldn't end yet no it's it's not ended right we got another <laughs> little uh situation developing right yeah scarlet hair shows up again we're just about to <laughs> yeah. leave you know Iko saying goodbye to all her little moogle buddies and all that kind of stuff and then scarlet hair shows up and he's just like zidane why didn't you kill me the other day? <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Hey, bro. You got a minute, man? Hey, hey, bro. Dude, why why didn't you kill me, dude? <laughs> exactly. He's like, bro, why didn't you kill me? Seriously, I'm actually irritated about that because you beat me in battle. You're supposed to kill me. That's how this goes. And then Zidane's just like, you want me to kill you that bad and all this kind of stuff? And he's just like, I just don't understand. Yeah, yeah. And Zidane pops back with a nice little quote. <laughs> Sly Eagle doesn't kill at whim. <laughs> <Woo-hoo! laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, whoa, dude. You got these yeah. zen moments, and it's the, the yeah, quote. the Sly Eagle doesn't kill at whim. So, so Dane thinks quote. himself as a Sly Eagle, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's this whole thing, and, and we'll get some more backstory, because we don't really even know who Scarlet Hair no. is. 
at this point and what his connection is to Zidane. But yeah. something about the way that Zidane ducks himself that he really wants to know, you know, how do you get your strength in battle, but yet you don't, you don't, you know, use it in that way just to kill yeah. everybody and stuff like that. It's, it's just kind of interesting. So basically... Zidane is a cra- in a crazy move. He's just like, well, why don't you come with us? And dude, maybe okay, they'll hold figure up, hold out. In a crazy move, dude. He looked around and was like, gosh, I really need someone that can swing a sword, man. This is uh, this is looking pretty oh, grim for a, me right now. Such a good point, yeah. It's like, I mean, for Dagger and Aiko, they're like, what? But for him, he's like, okay, look, we need another physical attacker here. Yeah, he's like, uh, are you guys going to start, like, cranking out some damage? Or or, yeah. or are we just going to have to get this guy? <laughs> so not crazy, not crazy as far as, like, needing help in battle, no. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet Hair is really good. And anyways, his, um, turns out his name is Amaranth. Yep. And so, there you go. He, he joins the party. Kina has not, so Kina still has not joined. Yeah, she Kina's just, still, man, she is fishing like crazy. I don't know. She's becoming the around, master angler sorry. there, and uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on. But regardless, you now have for the first time ever five party members at once. So you have yeah. to make a decision here. And yeah, I think what you. I mean, obviously, you're keeping Zidane, you're keeping Vivi. Let's be real sure. here. You got to have them. Yeah. And so, who goes, man? Is it Iko or is it Dagger? Gotta be honest, man. I I think I always go with Dagger. Yeah. Because a couple of reasons, like Ramu at this point, less MP. <laughs> and Dagger is a little bit more developed on my team. Like she has more abilities and yeah. all this kind of stuff. So just for me, Ico usually kinda gets like you know, put on the sidelines or put the, on the sidelines, the, yeah. The bench. Yeah, yeah. It's you? it's an interesting thing. I mean, they they have very similar magics right now. They're gonna start to get the items that take them their separate ways, and yeah. kind of give them their strengths. But yeah, I think I think last time I played, you know, these months ago before we even started the series, I went with Iko because I didn't remember her really at all. But this yeah. time, I think it will go Dagger Man. She's just a little more well rounded. She can with those rackets. I know she has healing rod right now, but she can with the rackets yeah. actually deal a decent amount of damage. You don't always have to summon, you know, and all this stuff. Yeah. So. She also has a little bit more HP. So yes. I don't know. It depends on you know what characters you like, what you're really looking for. Because I guess another way you could think about this is you might want to take Ico to develop Ico a little bit more. Like yeah. you know, work on the accessories with her abilities and things like that. But anyways, regardless of who you take with you, we're off again. Um, if you decide to take Amaranth, you've got a lot of work to do with him. Like he's again, <laughs> yes. a new character starting from scratch. Basically, no abilities. No, yeah. Um, but you so. should have Poison Knuckles, and I know that the abilities are different from whatever Knuckles he starts with. I forget what they're called, but Cat Claws or something. Yeah, I think it is Cat Claws. I know Cat and- Claws has something different, but. There are other items that have what Cat Claws does have, so you might as well yeah, put that and on it, and get Poison Knuckles in the match. That's a really bad ability to start off. Doesn't it have like spare change or something like that? It's uh, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not very helpful. What? Yeah, so. and on top of that, you know, it's it takes like ninety AP to learn it, and it's just yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a. It's a long one, and so you got the same you got the same shot. Morrison's still there. It's still the same items. So once again, you know, there's pinwheels, but you know, hey, you can't actually use them yet, and so it's still kind of just an, a teaser for you. It's pretty funny, 
But get poison knuckles, get whatever you need, and then it's time, as Alex said, you gotta... We gotta just leave. We gotta go once again oh. back to... Ifa trees. <laughs> I know we started yeah, there, so. and we came back to where we just were last episode, and now we're going, you know, but anyways. It's a little back and forth here. Completely different the second time, at least, and so... You know, that that's what yeah. you're heading up for, man. We'll, uh, we'll see if Kuja was kind enough to wait. That's <laughs> yes. why we're doing all our stuff back at Maiden. Sorry, but, you know, we'll find out. Absolutely. So, once again, as always, we thank you so much for hanging out with us, listening, supporting us. Please do stop by Instagram. Check us out. It's Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. That is our handle. We post screenshots of the things we talk about throughout the week, and it's just really fun having the, the options there for you know people to to let us know if they do something differently than we do and whatnot. And of course, our website, Final Stop for Final Talks.com, has our episodes there as well as where along with the blog posts that we do and kind of put in songs and we put in the seed trivia questions and answers and all that kind of stuff. So make sure to check that out. All right. Yeah, and also we're loving all of the uh, comments and everything on Instagram. So keep it coming, guys. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm Mark. I'm Alex. And this is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. Mm-hmm.